Corporate to Calm podcast. In 2017, I realized my personal life was completely at odds with my professional life. I am now on a journey to speak with entrepreneurs, community leaders, and beyond to discover what motivated them to make the change, what motivated them to move from corporate to calm. Hey there, you are very welcome to today's episode of Corporate to Calm. I am speaking with Elaine Heaney. Elaine is a children's author. She has developed a wonderful amazing place called Weatherville and she has created the wonderfully weathery books franchise having started as a dancer and then moving into compensation and benefits in a large too large corporate company. She is a mum first an author second and an absolutely lovely person so I cannot wait for you to hear Elaine's journey from corporate to camp. Hi Elaine how are you? Hiya, how you doing? Good, good. Thank you so much for coming on to the Corporate to Calm podcast. No um, please introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about you. Okay, so I am Elaine. I am originally from Cork and I am currently living in uh, seaside town, Scaries in County Dublin. Um, and I uh, have started writing children's books all about the weather and how it works. Um, so my books are aimed at children um, from ages about two to six um, and they focus on different types of weather and how they all interact together um, and it focuses on um, aspects of STEM, it focuses on relationships, it focuses on feelings um, and a array of different things um, but ultimately they are picture books um, and um, yeah <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's where we're at at the moment. And um, where did you start your career? Because you haven't always been an author. Where where did it begin? Um, well, I actually worked in HR for a very, very long time. Wow. Yeah. So I was, uh, I would have worked in corporate and I would have worked in compensation and benefits and reward. Um, and then, you know, as, as things happen, I, uh, I had my, my baby and then things changed after that. You know, at one stage I was, um, very much so okay let's climb that career ladder and let's make the money and let's buy the shoes and the handbags and let's go so I never thought when I was still sitting there you know heavily pregnant before I went to my maternity leave that uh, that would be it for me now other factors came into it as well for me it wasn't just oh I'm not returning to work I had different things that happened that just stopped me from going back but yeah I didn't think at that point after kind of you know university and doing everything I needed to do I never thought that I would just end up you know out here talking to seagulls with my little boy and scaries like do you know what I mean versus getting up at the crack of dawn and rolling into Dublin city into my job like um so yeah I worked in HR for um for a very long time I was started in 02 that's where I met my husband mm-hmm. um and uh and then I would have moved on I was in Diageo as well for a long time and that would have been the last place that I would have worked and do you feel like, um, yeah, because you're the very definition of corporate to calm. Um, do you feel calm now? <laughs> no, I'm not because I probably am a very highly strong person. I'm a very, very highly strong person. Um, so calm for me. I suppose, yes, obviously calm. But um, it's a different it's a different mindset. But I feel like, you know, obviously you're in your mommy mode and you're kind of you're uh, you're switching gears the whole time. What gear are you in now? You go from mommy into back into book stuff, back into school collections, back into soccer, drop offs, back into emails. You know what I mean? So it's the it's a different type of camp, but it's a better headspace for me. Definitely. I think um, I know for myself after I had 
David, like literally I started living my life for a second time through his eyes. So I think that's probably where everything came from. I just saw things in a different light. I do remember feeling like for probably the couple of years before um, I had him and when I was pregnant, so I do remember like sitting physically in the office and like two, three o'clock would come around and I would have worked, um, I would have been designing, I would have been like benchmarking salaries and designing bonuses, very numerical and I would literally, I would be working so hard, I would run on the spot under, that's how much, that's the pressure that I would have been under and my feet would be running and I do remember looking at the clock on the wall going, Jesus, like, is this my life like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was constantly like, the, you know, the emails would pop up and I was really living in fear because, you you know, it was a very, uh, it was a, it was a, it's a, it's a tough, it was a tough world in there. Like, you know, I loved it. Like, and I was good at it, but yeah, it was tough. Like, um, so I, I do remember like kind of going, God, is this it now? Do you know, but I never had that epiphany of like, that's not what I want. It was yeah. uh, literally, I was, um, uh, I was, it just circumstance after David arrived really for me. I had um, problems with my back when I was in my 20s I was dancing for a very long time when I was young um, and um, ultimately trained to be a dancer I wanted to go off and be a ballerina um, and uh, they think they put it down to the fact that I had um, a massive growth spurt when I was like 15 that I went from about 5 to, to 5 10 in the space of about six months um, and obviously when you were I was training like seven days a week to be like to you know to, to be a ballerina and they're not too sure but they think that it put some sort of stress on my back and when I was 20 basically I had um I went from being just a uh normal run-of-the-mill 20-year-old bombing around Dublin to uh just not being able to move at all like so I had to go and have an emergency surgery on my back um and they said to my parents you might have you know she might have a flat foot when she comes out literally my disc has just exploded at the end of my spine um so uh so yeah I uh I had to have a major surgery then at that stage um and then it kind of you know you kind of go through the motions and um I went on with everything um and uh but then after my pregnancy things kind of it exacerbated the whole thing again at my back and um, so unfortunately it all happened that I had to go and have you know another surgery and um after my son arrived and then since then it's just kind of been one thing after another so it is what it is you know and so that for me do you mind it every day so you have to mind your back every day I have to yeah it's it's like a constant thing now it's just because I think when they go in and and they do one thing and then they do another thing they're ultimately like kind of going in and disturbing the integrity of like you know um joints and different things and all the rest so so yeah for me a sedentary lifestyle sitting down at a desk every day driving in a traffic was never an option because if I sit for too long literally you know it's just I, I just can't move yeah so um so for myself so after yeah after David arrived literally um yeah I knew that I couldn't go back in and sit there so literally I just embraced mummyhood for several years and and uh he was just a very curious little man he still is a very curious little man and uh just fell in love with being at home with him and teaching him and looking at the world in a different way with him um so that's really then how all this started is really his curiosity it was mommy how does this work how does that work and and I would speak to him and make up stories and we would chat and we would sit at the kitchen table and we would draw different things and um, so it was there in the background. My husband was kind of like, you know, watching in the background and he was like, you know, these are really funny, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you should probably kind of maybe like write these down or something. Um, and, you know, obviously you're always kind of your own self. I was like, what are you talking about? You know, I can't do that. Like. Um, and 
And then he just kind of kept saying it to me. He used to call me. He's like, these are like the answer why goes, you know? Yeah. He's like, mommy, why is this that blue? Like, oh, why is this? And, and I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. But, um, and then literally, literally, I had time on my hands because I think I was after having something done and I was um, at home and I was on the flat of my back again trying to kind of get over something. And uh, and yeah, I just started my my notes app on my phone. I started kind of like, writing you know yeah. the stuff and and uh and, and yeah and I wrote like a load of them I wrote like I literally designed this world called Weatherville in my head um which would have all walking talking rainbows and raindrops and clouds and drizzle drops and lightning bolts and they would explain they would all work together as they do in the sky and they would explain to children how the weather worked so that's really like what had happened I just kind of it was all on my phone and then I would sit at the kitchen table with David and I still have the original notebook yeah. that we have downstairs and the hilarity of looking back now to see what we were drawing and I'd be like so what would the cloud look like do you know what I mean or yeah. you know what would if it was a hailstone what would he look like and he'd be like oh mom you'd totally be wearing like an Eskimo outfit so that's literally where it came <laughs> from you know what I mean um so it was uh they were all on my phone and um set in it for years and years but it was just there it was like just in the back of your head you know um and I suppose because my whole like I suppose my whole relationship and my journey with my son is so special I kind of just wanted to do something to acknowledge it and I was like well if I do do it it'll be one it'll be you know potentially a legacy for him to, to carry on and it's really an accolade to our relationship of like sitting outside chatting to see seagulls and trying to save the bees like and just doing stuff together and cloud watching which we've always done and just all those things so yeah I just um I uh I researched an awful lot to see how I would go about doing it um and eventually then I think I was just like, you know what? You only live once. I'm sure I'll give it a shot. My husband was like, you just give it a shot. Sure, what and, difference does it make, you know? And how nervous were you? Like, how? I was you... terrified. I was terrified because as well, I come across as like people, if people like, would meet me, like I'd be quite like bubbly, but I'm a real introvert. So I'd be find it very hard to ask questions and stuff like that. Um, so uh, I found that really hard because I would be very tough on myself. I would be, I'm a total perfectionist. And um and, and nearly like I feel like I should know what I need to know and then if I don't know what I can't figure it out I get very cross at myself about it right. so then as well putting myself out of my comfort zone to ask questions as well was really hard so yeah so I found that whole process of trying to figure out how I live very difficult because I just couldn't ask the questions I didn't have the confidence I felt really embarrassed to ask people um, and even still now because I've done it I'm even still now embarrassed about the fact that I've written these children's books I might meet someone down I might be out walking the dog in the town and say like oh this is Elaine she writes children's books and I'm like I'm dying inside like do you know what I mean and I'm still there and it's and I met and I've met another another lady as well and she writes children's books and she said she's the exact same she's now on like her sixth or seventh book and she, she's over it but she's like literally and the two of us were sitting there having our cup of tea going it's so embarrassing because you feel like do, like, do people think you have notions because you've done this like do you know what I mean but it's not and, it's a little... they don't because they're but just like, full of admiration that's the oh, thing because for me it's like I'm like for me it was like it was never it's never about like it's never it was always it's about that it was it was a labor of love it's like it's literally like just like a love story to my little boy that's yeah. all that it ever was like you know um and so what obviously did you, what did you do when you had these notes and they were formulating and everything and I know you were saying that it was you struggled to kind of know the next step. But did you approach a publisher yourself? Did you? Um, I had initially because what I had done is when I initially because I wrote like several because I had all different characters and I was like, well, they'll all explain different things just as they are now. Now they so 
my obviously the first one I think I would have written was um the book on the water cycle which is the book that is out now um um and then I had written the rainbow one and I had written the cloud one and I had at one point I did send them off to a publisher um obviously very very hard to to crack that anyway yeah and um, so I think I had gotten a no um and then I had gone to another publisher and said no because you gotta you gotta kind of go between them you gotta wait until you get you can't be sent them out to multiple at the same right. time okay and then I had sent them out to someone else but then I got this total thing of like actually what if I don't like the illustrations because I was looking at other stuff they were doing that I was like mm, that's not really what I want you know yeah. and if you do that then you lose all type of of you have no um you have no influence over it. You have no control over it. So then I was like, God, can I do it myself? Because I know exactly how I want this to look, you know? So I was like, maybe I just don't need someone to do it for me. Maybe I just do it myself. Like, do you know what I mean? And then at least I know it's going to be that whole OCD perfectionist, you know, type A personality. Then at least I know it's it's the way I want it. Um, so then I said, right, well, if I draw it and then I'll try and see, you know, if we can find someone to do it. Um, and that's really what I did. It was just step by step. I said, right, okay, these are my stories. Right now I have to find an illustrator. Then I have to find a graphic designer. Then I have to figure out printing. Then I have to find out the legal aspect of it all, the copyright. Wow. Um, and then I have to figure out how to get it into the shops. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that... Did you do a, pro- a, like a timeline for a project? Or like for me, I'm just like, oh my God, how overwhelming. But like, that's amazing that you did that. I love it. Um, the first one was like it was literally it was very it was a very kind of organic process for me I said right the first thing I need to do is I need to streamline the story so my stories would have started out as very long-winded stories and um, probably written they were written in prose at the very very start when I wrote them I wrote the, the idea basically I wrote the story and I had it but I was just like oh I don't know and and I would read books written in rhyme with my little boy and he would love them because they're quite lyrical um, and children tend to um, gravitate towards that and I loved that style myself and um, but people when you read all the stuff because you're like oh god this person said this and this person said that they were like oh don't you stay away from rhyme and the reason is because people don't like rhyme because you can't sell it internationally because you can't translate it so people are like no stay away from that but I was like I don't I'm not thinking about international I just want my book like you know what I mean so I was like well I'll try it in rhyme and literally I said well, I'll, I'll try it once and if I can do it then and literally I took pen to paper and I took the prose version of it and I literally wrote it in a couple of hours and I was like actually I can rhyme it now I probably have re- probably when you think about the books I probably from start to finish there's probably about 20 to 30 rewrites on each book because yeah. you're continuously weeding out stuff you're continuously streamlining it you're constant then you've got like someone might come in and will edit it for you or someone will appraise it for you and be like change this so like from start to finish like they're completely different the idea is the same but the book is totally different and um, you had to handle the editing process because that's very hard to have somebody come in and constructively critique your work I suppose you know um, were, were you open to that were you just like okay this is part of the process um, on the first one, I think that I'm the first one I don't, I think I had um, got it appraised and, um, but it's at the very, very latter end of it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You'd be messy, you'd be like, you'd literally be, it would be like your your fourth or fifth version from the final version. You At the very, very start, you wouldn't be, do you know what I mean? That's, that's, you have to keep continuing. And that's what I found really hard. You know, sometimes you would write something and you're like, well, that's it. But it's to have to go back in, take a break from it, go back again and literally hack it to death again and call what you can out of it. Um, so it would only be in of its, its finest format it would be going off to someone it wouldn't be like the you know what I mean so I'm confident enough um, and then I'm terrified then what people are going to come back with but then when it came back then I was like even on the last one I was like oh my god 
there's, there's practically nothing that's fresh, you know. Um, so, uh, but yeah, no, I would rather because I, I wasn't probably I probably on the first one, yeah, I probably was a bit more um, probably naive about it. Whereas on this one, I'm like, just be brutal. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. be brutal. I wanted to yeah. flow, and actually, this was probably the, the the one I just released last month was the original book that I had done. But it was the one I was most terrified about because it was the hardest one to write and it's really the most special because it was my son's little book and then he kept going mommy when are you going to do my book so I had done Riley Rainbow first and then I was like do my book next and I was like my head I had a total mind block I was like I don't know how to make this work it just right. it's not flowing I just can't get it so then I had like I knew that the next I knew Chloe Cloud was like that was easy because I was like she that's a perfect book it's done it works it's great so I did that one and then he was in the back of my head. And obviously he's not like a baby anymore. So he's 10. Like, so he's totally moved on from picture books at this stage. So I was like, right, it's now or never. I have to do his book. Um, and yeah, I did his book. But at that one, as well, I was very stressed you know, about trying to get this one to work. Um, but literally, if you get the headspace and you get into a room for four hours and you close the door, that's it was it. And then my husband came up from work and I was like, I did it. And he was like, really? I was like, it works. <laughs> so, you know, after years of fretting about it, it was, yeah, it just happened. So, um, and isn't it amazing how we do that? Like we put things off and we put things off and it's yeah. like you say, close the yeah. door and I can do this, isn't it? I know, I know. Yeah. And it's, and it's crazy because I should actually have taken my, because I would always tell people that, and that was always my advice when I was in work, was I remember specifically because of different things that would happen. I would always be an early writer and I would wake early, but I would always try to, at the end of every day, list two to three things that were my pain points that I didn't want to do. And they would be the first things that I faced in the morning before anyone else came into the office. Yeah. So by the time they came in, I had them done because I could never face them in the afternoon. So that was always my thing was always like you know just face them first thing in the morning get them done and you can move on so I don't even know why I didn't take my own advice just face it lock the door get in there and do it rather than and I had stressed about it for so long but yeah that book came out then really easily and really well after all that and uh and then the rest is all like the first one obviously was difficult because you're trying to you're trying to um figure out the process and everything you need to do and I was so worried about it but like now it's just like my husband just laughs at me it's just like bang 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 and it's just off you go and that's it it's done after the first one it was easy and so you um, have so many characters created like do you, in yeah in, I have loads more to, so, yeah yeah I have a whole there's a whole there's loads more to come so um if there was more if I wasn't probably so pedantic about stuff and I could actually go yeah you can pack that package and stuff like that to my husband and it would be a little bit easier but um I'm very um I'm very kind of, you know, it's all me at the moment. So I feel like I don't have as much time as I would have wanted to sit down and do the creative book and do, you know, I would like to do the next book faster. But I just kind of obviously I've just released this book. But I I how I was speaking to the illustrator the other day, um, to go, yeah, are you still on board for the next book? You know, are we going back to Weatherville? And she's like, Yes, we are. So I was like, Great. So I hopefully I'll start that in February. So, but even, even at that, like I'm, I'm a total, I'm total control over a total control freak because what I do is I actually draw everything. I draw the illustration and basically I give it to her and I have the text in the exact place and I draw everything as I see it in my brain to match the text. And then I send it to her and she recreates it. So if you saw, I've done one or two reels, actually, it's quite funny of what I draw and then what she has. Because I can kind of draw, but not really draw. Like, I can't draw like her. So it's hilarious to see it. Like, but even that's the detail of it that like, you know, I can't just go off and go, oh, read the text and see what you think. It's like every single detail I put onto it. So, 
So um, in a couple of questions time, I'm going to ask you about delegation. So we might as well talk to talk to you about it now. Do you delegate anything, Ben? No, 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 nothing, nothing at all. No, no. Um, I just, I just have to manage as well too, because obviously there's, there's days where I can't really do that much because I might have, um, like I might be sore and stuff like that with my back. So I just kind of have to, to work around it. But no, no, I just do it all. I just do it all. Because I love, I actually I find it, I, if anybody, um, Elaine is um, on Instagram and I find it wonderfully therapeutic looking at you. <laughs> when you have that in your story, I'm like, I just watch that and I can watch oh, you really? just packaging up your books. I, I just look, think yeah. it's really therapeutic. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I do. I do. I, I must say I do. I, I do like doing it myself too as well, but yeah. I just find, I just find you know, obviously, like I did that. I did when I did the first book. It was it was the first book, but then I did the second book last Christmas, and it was like nearly people could see what I was trying. I was like, oh yeah, oh actually, it's all it's about weather. There's two other books, and now I've done the next one. So, you know, I feel like I'm constantly chasing my tail now, and I can't. Um, if there was another one of me, I could get more done. You know, kind if of thing. There was something though that you could delegate. Is there any like? Can you foresee in the future? Oh yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, I'm, I would I'm thinking like you know J.K. Rowling style here. You know, you yeah. we've talked about removing, you know, getting it global and everything like that. So what what would you delegate if if you had to? I know this is a really tough question for you. I would love to. I would love to be able to just sit there and write and create the books. Like I love yeah. the creative process. Like I love designing like the cover of the books and like the different tones and colors and the characters and drawing all the little you know the teeny tiny features about them um, and then all the teeny tiny details within the illustration itself like I love that part and I love the creating but but it's all the other stuff like you know when you have to you know the admin part and stuff and um trying to get orders out and all that bit and then even like the social media bit like trying to get that up as well too is is very trying because there's days where like do you know what I mean like there's so much other stuff going I have a dog barking downstairs and I have you know Whole child home from school and there's homework to be done and I have all this going on and like literally I'm doing tick 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 in my head like do you know what I mean yeah. so yeah I would love obviously to be able to at some point like hand over um the admin yeah to somebody else that would be really handy um and uh but yeah I, I will definitely at some point in the future there's so many there's so many BAs out there now I know everyone says that, that too are, yeah. that are so amazing yeah. I, I've met so many that are so amazing so it's but it is just I, I I'm very like that as well it is yeah. just letting it go but it's even it's very harsh it's so hard it's even like even when you have a cleaner come and you clean the house before the cleaner comes in like do you know what I mean so like I'll be there going oh I'm gonna have a VA but I'll have to have all my Excel spreadsheets all up to date <laughs> And you know, for, you know everything. And you're like, what? What am I using the VA for then? <laughs> I know I'll have to have it all clean for them to come in and be like, this is the way it works. You know, I'll have to do it. Like so I was saying last night, I was like, I have so much in my brain, yeah, and I have so much stuff saved, but I just need to all put it onto it because obviously, like that's you know from corporate, I had like seven expels that yes. said you know all linked together. So that's what I need to do, and and I find that very hard because you know, like come two o'clock, like it's literally I'm going between making a snack to doing homework I'm back upstairs to do something and then I'm back downstairs and then it's like time for soccer practice so it's never you're I'm never 100% focused at the moment you know what I mean and it's, you're it's just... so funny because that's what happens to a lot of people that do leave the corporate world that could spin like you know 10,000 plates we were you know spinning 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 yeah. and then it's like to get one full hour 
on your business a day or three full hours, you know, yeah, yeah. You're, you're going between the collections and the activities and the snacks and the dinner and the, yeah, you know, yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's such, it's such a, a nice treat to actually get time to spend on your business then, you know. I know, I know, I know. Or it's like, like, now it's so funny because before um, David used to um, pop off to, to soccer and his, his daddy's the soccer coach. So, you know, like the, my, the, the onus for me to be there the whole time kind of um, went away. So I was like, that would be my, that's my time. I'm going to go upstairs, you know, they're gone. Like, but now it's more like, mommy, will you come to my maps? <laughs> so now you're torn. You're like, of course I'm going to go. But like, you know what I mean? But then I'm just there kind of going, oh, that's that hour. And then even in the evenings, I'm like, you know, I could probably go and do a little bit. But he's like, after his shower and stuff, will he come down and give me a cuddle? And I'm like, so much to do I have so much to do but I'm like god he's not gonna want to do this in two years so I just yeah. go down and do it like do you know what I mean yeah, yeah um but yeah. then it does slip into like things like you know lying in bed at like 12 o'clock at night time looking at stuff till one o'clock in the morning that's just the way it is because I you know um but uh yes hopefully in the future I will be able to let go a little more um yeah. and do more of the creative side because that's I suppose that's probably what it is for me because I dance for so long and now I can't dance certainly yeah. can't dance I probably that's my creative outlet as well too do you know what I mean to be yeah. able to create that way I've just kind of challenged it somewhere else so um and so we yeah talked about the nerves um and not doing it like what would you say to somebody that's kind of listening in and going I have an idea in my head yeah well I'm actually it's so weird because um I just um approached continuously by people like keep people keep um the slide into my dms with like questions of like i have a children's book i have it in my written and what do i do and um and i uh i was like, like day an online course here like. <laughs> no that's what my husband said he was like you have all this in your brain and he's like oh you need he's like do it like so um yeah i suppose end to end to try and figure it out like even when i was trying to do it, it was very hard to go right where do i need to start where do i need to end how does it all work how you know um and yes there are people out there that go yes we have worked in publishing we would help you self-publish your book but obviously their their fee can be very very high they're not going to give you the tools to show you how to do it they don't tell you they're basically going to take it off you um and then the printing cost on top of it as well is quite um it's just it's just a lot like do you know what I mean so which is why I was like oh well I'll try and figure it out myself but um I suppose I suppose now my knowledge is probably very valuable to other people all right because yeah. people are like how did you go about it and how are you just doing it now so easily or doing like you know every couple of months you're doing a book um so yeah potentially I would do that in the future I know people have said oh would you do a workshop just to you know yeah. show how the whole process works and you know for me I suppose the whole part of like finding an illustrator was probably the easiest thing for me but that seems to be a massive pain point for people they seem to find it very daunting to be able to go out there and and um and choose someone but as I said for me I said it's just it was just research you know and again I don't take my own advice but I said just don't be scared to ask questions I was terrified um um but don't be scared to ask questions um but yeah, I definitely think that maybe in the future, yeah. Do you, do you think you were terrified um, because you thought you were being judged in the case of what, what does she think she's doing right in the book? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And I still and I still do think so as well. Yeah, I still do think that, um, like, I think a lot of us, there's loads of, um, there's like a league, we're like a league of women at the moment. We've all, you know, I think it's because like, we are mommies, like we are yes. at home and our life is children's books. And and, you know, we sit there and we consume them and we know what our children love and we know what they light up with. So we actually are, you know, we, we do know what we're talking about. Like, but I think that obviously people come in and if you're not from a literary background, maybe there is a tendency, there is a snobbery there. I'm not too sure, you know, but 
we're not actually putting our hands up and saying our, our works are our literary genius. We're saying these are labors of love. We are mummies and we love our children. And we went, oh, we know how to talk to children and we know what children, how they tick and, you know, what they're going to, you know, what they're going to warm to. And uh, and that's really what it is like, you know what I mean? So yeah. um, I do think, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. People would be like, just you have notions, you know, what are you thinking? You know, and I'm like, I know I was like, I'm a very small fish in a very big pond. Like, do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I was like, it's, it was never about anything for me. It was literally about, I have this thing. It was, I went through this journey with my little boy and I just want to put down on paper. And it's, it's just, it's our, you know, relationship that we had when he was small and he'll remember it. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it's been so nice because like for him, he's been there for the whole process. So I have like a sitting room. Um, I have a three-story house. I have a sitting room. I'm upstairs on top of, and downstairs I have a sitting room and I use that and I lay everything out when I'm doing it. And he's seen me do that process three times now. But it's hilarious because for him, he will come in from school and he'll go to my printer. Mom, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just about to write a book. I'm like, okay. And he'll take the stuff off and he goes in and he writes and then he lays it on the floor and he sticks it all together. And he's like, mommy, I wrote a book. And, and it's like really engaging for him. So he... Yeah. He has he has learned from it and yeah. you know so if anything at all if nothing ever happens um that's been a great journey for him to yeah. to be able to go through that process and then you know the the messages from other parents that I'm getting is just like it's amazing so no I don't say my books are like oh they're the they're you know they're 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 amazingly you know that the literature is brilliant it's, it's not it's a lovely idea and people are really kids kids, kids are warming to it um, and they they're really close to it they're coming up to me and parents are saying like oh every single rainbow is like Riley rainbow or they're being they're late for school because they're standing outside in the rain under their umbrella shouting I know David Drizzletrap or or this and that you know and, and I'm getting all these little stories and I'm like that's you know at the end of the day that's what you want yeah um, and, and for me that's always actually like my, my next question was like it, that that must be so surreal seeing kids you know sending you notes or social media clips yeah. and reading your book like yeah no it's lovely like and, and I, I do have a tendency to obviously I have a tendency to wear rainbows and clouds and stuff so I actually think I'm like that crazy rainbow lady at this stage because people <laughs> will be like waving you know um and uh but it's lovely because actually I did have I think the best message I got was um I did burst into tears a lady she runs a uh, Montessori and she had messaged me and she said that she had a non-verbal child and the SNA had been working her with um, my books and the child was making sounds I think the colors were super and I was like literally was like drop the mic that's it <laughs> I was like if nothing else that's it like that's you know what I mean person, yeah and uh, as I said it was it was it was just always about this idea I just really believed in this lovely little idea um so yeah it's just it's lovely to hear those stories like just you know it's that that's all I ever wanted like do you know what I mean I love kids I love like I love kids like I was on Sunday I was out and there was a fair and all the little kids around. oh so cute because they were like oh those Riley Rainbow books you know and it was just so cute like they were all coming over and I was like and they were looking at the pictures in the book and I was, like, I was showing them the new book and I was like this is my little boy David and I was like that's his you know that's his scooter and this is the skate park that we go to and uh and they're they're all very it's just they're all really kind of you know um just after warming to the idea of like naming the clouds and yeah. the cloud shapes and then you know um 
parents saying like that they're there and the fog is there and they're like oh there's Freddie fog let's go walk through the clouds and it's just like just the connections that they're making are lovely yeah. so yeah, yeah you know I'm happy it's with that it's a wonderful idea it is it's a, it is a wonderful idea I know that's in the title but it is it's fabulous um talk to me about social media and being an introvert and your reels I mean oh, God. I think this is how we bonded because we love we love reels um, I know guilty pleasure I know um I I don't know I, you know what thing is like probably at the moment at the moment, like a massive street cred with my little boy, like, do you know what I mean? Because he's like, mommy, they're so funny. Like, but I said, I probably only have a window of two more years by the time, like, he disowns me and be like, would you stop? Like, you like, know? Oh my God. And then even yesterday, like, I had that one and then he's like, he was running out. He's like, mom, mom. And he's like, being and I was like, what's the story? And he was like, oh, he's like, everyone's singing that in school. And I had done the reel and you could hear her playing. And he was like, oh, show me, show me, you know? Um. So yeah, I suppose I find it very, very difficult to speak on stories it's probably one of the, the things that holds me back an awful lot I just I just find it really hard I don't know what it is I just find it very hard to pick up my phone and chat into my phone um so then with the reels and the voiceovers that's just much easier for me yeah. to do because I can just be just my sort of normally giddy self like and have a bit of a laugh you know not take it too seriously and do those whereas where I'm on talking about I'm not talking about stuff that I'm just like, well, who wants to know? I just went to super value and bought like olives, like, you know what I mean? Like, I find that really hard. So, yeah, so the reels are, um, they're great fun. I don't know if they're doing anything for, you know, <laughs> for, you know, growth or engagement or anything like that, but I enjoy them. Um, and do you, ba- do you batch them? Do you, are you, are you good at, or? Uh, I have, I have millions of them in my phone. So I just yeah. kind of tend to pick on whatever mood is or whatever, uh, whatever is going on. I'll kind of do it that way. But yeah, no, I'm kind of, I'm probably erratic in my old content creation. I would need a bit of help there. And I know you, I'm doing all this reading of like, you need to niche down. And I'm like, how am I supposed to niche down? Like, because, you know, it's very hard. Like, you know, I don't really, it's not like I have a service and I can provide one thing to, you know, if you, like you're a parent, you want a children's book. I can't, yeah. it's very hard to, um to niche down in that way um and as regards content then it kind of really is all based on the books and what I'm doing if I'm working on a book so it's um yeah I don't feel like I'm I'm not great at it I kind of I'm just kind of posting you know but I don't really think I have a proper plan there or anything like that people seem to like the ones where I'm kind of doing an awful lot of like the mummy why questions yeah um but then again, it's also time as well trying to plan it. Do you know what I mean? And trying to get in there and do it. And I might have the best laid intentions of going in and doing this, this, but then other things crop up and I just can't do it. So it's all time. If I had all day, it would be amazing. Like yeah, I could no, just sit there all day and be like. And that that's the thing. You you just mentioned that um, at 12 or one o'clock, you might be picking things off the list and everything mm. like that. And yeah. is, do you find it difficult to switch off? Um from online from social media from yes from yeah no and I do I absolutely do I feel I feel like um I always look I look retrospectively at how it was like I was like what age were like what age what 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 age was I when David was born I think I had just got like what I, I'm trying to I tried to go back and figure out I was like what was life before we had these things in our hands like do you know what I mean because I do feel like you know I walk around with my phone in my back pocket and it's continuous I had to turn the vibrate off because it just the whole time and um yeah I do feel like I try to um I try to leave my phone away you know especially like Friday night movies and I leave it yeah. away we have like a bread bin in the kitchen I call it the sin bin and then goes the phone like you know um I do try to get rid of get rid of it in the evenings but yeah I think it's I I love it and I hate it at the same time I think it's great 
Um, but I also find like I feel like my eyesight and everything has deteriorated yes. just from just constantly being on it. Like I would have um, worn glasses, but I feel like I'm depending on it um, more so now. Um, but obviously, like social media was great then during lockdown um, to be able to get out there with things being closed and stuff. It's not like you could do a shop visit or a school visit. So, you know, you could get up there and do a couple of things um, on your stories. Or I, I know for me, I was trying to do some like experiments and, and different things just to try and, and keep things moving but um I do find that it infiltrates an awful lot for like right before my husband and myself and, and my poor little boys like keeps asking for a phone and I'm like no way do you know yeah. absolutely not yeah um so yeah I find it, it, it is very hard to switch off you know very very hard to switch off and then that feed on the front of your phone which is just constantly messages like all the different whatsapp groups you know and that's all coming from like schools and football yeah friends and then you have your work stuff coming in and it's just constant and there's times where I'm like I don't even know I've replied in my head but it didn't because it didn't do it isn't that, isn't that so funny I because no. I, I take I, I don't have notifications on my phone and then you go to as you say you leave it down because you're like I need a break from it and then you go back yeah. and it's like oh my god where did all this information I know, come from? I know. and it's even worse than with it you know if you're posting the reels and stuff because then sometimes I don't I can't make out just you know I'm trying to go like is there anything in there that, you know, that you're trying to go through to see is there things in there that you're actually missing yeah and then I feel so bad then when I miss stuff because I'm like oh my god I didn't see it but there's just so much there like yeah. you know what I mean yeah. um so I find as well just um whatsapp groups and that wouldn't be to do with work like that's just you know um like so, the, the school moms you know all that kind of stuff and um, soccer stuff football all the all the other stuff that comes through like that is just like continuous like even in our estate there's like whatsapp groups for like other there's someone walking around driving around in a funny car you know and um, so yeah it's, it is very hard to switch off but um I think that it was definitely much better yeah before those touchscreen handsets came in I would like to to go back to that because definitely when when my when David was born like I wasn't that wasn't it like do you know what I mean yeah it wasn't the way and even to go back and look at photographs and videos and stuff like that they're few and far between there's loads of people I have a photograph every day but it wasn't there were no videos like yeah do you know yeah absolutely um, absolutely. um so you for, for me, you seem extremely efficient at what you do. What would be your top tips for efficiency? How I know that we've talked about like obviously collections and managing mom duties and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But if you had to kind of get, tick the box on three things a day for your business, what would they be? Um, uh, I would definitely, I, I being in my little introvert self as well too, I find it very hard sometimes. It would be so very, for me, it can, we can be very dependent on my mood. But um, I have to try and put myself outside my comfort zone and pick up the phone to people sometimes. Yeah. I find that very hard. So I would try to, uh, I found it really hard when David was working at home. I found it really hard to do it just probably because, you know, like I was on one side and he was above me at the other desk and I just found it hard from um, a confidence point of view, just pick up the phone and, you know, he's my best friend, like, but still, like, it's just one of those things. Yeah. So when he physically went back into the office, then I was like, right, okay, here we go again. Five, just do the five calls. Do you know what I mean? So that's one thing for me is I always have to do and stuff I don't want to do. I find that hard to pick up the phone and, um, and uh and chat so that would be one thing is um get those tough phone calls out of the way um and then for me it's just um the social media bit is always there every day because I feel like I need to keep that buoyant um and uh it kind of it depends if I'm in the middle of of doing a book it might be um going straight back to feedback on 
on illustrations or I might be working with a printer so for me because it's like peaks and troughs at the moment I'm like out of a book and I'm basically in that point of get the book into the shop so that's my primary focus okay um whereas when we come out the other side of January it'll be um like look at the book editing editing and then it'll move on to right working with the illustrator then the graphic design then the printing piece so it goes on and on so yeah. for me it's different do you know what I mean so at the moment it's like phone calls phone calls phone calls um and basically focusing on distribution and have you um visited stores um yeah you know I would go to um I would go to stores locally um and then if I'm done in Cork and stuff like that, I would pop into to stores. Um, but it's it's been very hard because, you know, people are still, um, it's still very hard to go and approach people. People are yeah. still very, very scared of you coming yeah. in. And, you yeah. know, so you, it's, it's it, I think it's, the whole thing is going to leave a, a very strange effect on people because people don't know how to approach people. Yeah. You know, even I'm meeting people now and sometimes you feel like, you know, you're, you can't hug them. You know, I met a girl the other day that I knew from when I was in the States years ago and we hadn't seen each other in 20 years like do you know what I mean and I said I know you just I know you you know and your mask is on and then it was like we figured out where we knew each other from but it's like you would go to give each other a hug and you can't like do you know what I mean yeah. so it's very strange so physically going into the shops is quite difficult I would potter around um locally and do Dublin I've been all over Dublin and um, I would go to Cork but I haven't gone on my travels to the west or anything like that you know so and um as far as characters are concerned how many do you think you have or how many do you know you have I think what we started at the process was at the very very start was literally we went a to z of weather types and then we basically made up the names as we went and then we had to do I wanted to have an equal number of boys as to girls so that's how it worked so even then sometimes you might have the, the original character might have been a boy and I was like no let's change it to a girl so that was it it was literally the a to z of weather wrote them down and then we picked the names so um so yeah it keeps going and going yeah and um what's your proudest moment of the journey so far I think well the proud that the cutest moment for me was the day the first book arrived and David was still quite small and he came in from school and it's like I think it's my favorite picture of all time and he like picks up the book and it looks so giant compared to his little hands and stuff and he was holding it and it was just the whole culmination of like you know like it was so hard to get through to do it and then we finally had the book and just the look of joy on his face and I have this picture and it was really funny because when his book then arrived I recreated every time you know the same picture when he gets the next book um but yeah it was that was like the best moment for me was that part um and then I suppose then that year as well we I don't know how it happened but managed to get it on the set of the toy show and he was screaming so for me that was a huge memory and then last year the same thing happened I don't know how it happened last year like because I didn't think there was any hope of it happening and I was actually still in the kitchen prepping all the treats and he it was just before it started and they showed like a clip of the set and he was like mommy your book is on the television I was like no way um so that's always that was like that's the end like that's it so you've yeah (laughs) yeah so I was like you're joking and he was like because I was like there's no way it's gonna happen because literally literally last year it came off the printing press and my husband's dad drove down because we were all still like in kind of some form of lockdown drove we met halfway he gave me several copies of it and literally I drove to RT and dropped it in and I was like there's no hope about getting on and it was there so so they're the moments that are lovely do you know what I mean and then obviously then the messages then from um mommies telling me different stories I had one mummy tell me that um she read the new book and obviously the new book was all about the water cycle and how it works and it's based on uh, David Drizzledoff. David is my little boy. His little character, he would be 
he's a real like chatty um chatty little man but he'd be quite um he would question things an awful lot should I do it you know and uh, be deep and pensive about stuff so that's it's his character he's like a drizzled drop he's in the cloud and he gets invited to a puddle party but he has to jump out of the cloud to get to the puddle party and he's a bit like mm, I'm not too sure about it um so uh so he jumps anyway and has a great old time and it's just the journey of you know coming from the cloud down to the puddle and the evaporation process so that's the the idea of the book um but I had uh, a mummy say that the little girl had read the book and she was like this is amazing amazing she was like oh my god she's like I'm never going to use an umbrella again because I want all the drops to dance in my hair and I was just like it's hilarious like do you know what I mean and I was like well just tell her actually go back and tell her that the slides are great because I mean the umbrellas are great because they use them as slides and she was like oh perfect because she was like I'm never using an umbrella again so um so that's the stuff like that is like they're all they're all the moments all rolled into one because I, I don't really do you know what I mean I just want to get them all out out of my brain and out into the yeah. world yeah um so yeah so then I think the next book then will be the next book I'm still trying to decide I think I, the next book will be the winter weather which will be like snow and hail but then I'm also kind of teetering with the idea of should I do uh my book I'm Laney Lightning <laughs> <laughs> lightning by nature yeah um so yeah so I'm um, I'm trying to decide then will I do thunder and lightning book but I haven't really decided but I think it's great maybe to have I'll... the choice though it's great to have the choice and the idea is there you know yeah but it's, it's... Be struggling for it's, well it just goes on and on you know it goes on yeah. and on, like and my little boy is like mommy are you going to go on to natural disasters are you going to do like you know mudslides and storms and it's like well yeah it's 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 infamous I can keep going like do you know what I mean to whatever so um so yeah it's uh Right. It's just one of, yeah. And come here, tell me um something not a lot of people know about you. Um I, it's probably the dancing thing, probably yeah. people like probably from like another another life, do you know what I mean? People wouldn't um yeah, the the whole the whole, you know, dancing every day. I was like, you know, in my head I was like a prima ballerina. Um so now yeah, I suppose people because that's just not a part of oh, of life anymore but yeah, I suppose the whole the, the 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 dancing aspect um and it's so funny when you say that you're a dancer I can see it I, I, I when I look at your reels you're so in rhythm so I'm like yeah I can see that that's just because I speed them off that's all. I know that's but that, I love that actually I love that feature about um your reels the fact that they're sped up there so it's it's it, it is what catches the eye isn't it it's so funny like it is they're brilliant I just I just think someday someone's going to come across them and be like oh my god you're like 43 years of age you're a mother what are you doing like do you know what I mean but I just and I think some people probably look at them goes you know when when you're when you're in that space of you're looking at them and you're looking to do your next one and you can yeah. see them coming, doing the, it's the algorithm is feeding the different reels that you like at you um and so you you know what's you know you know what's out there and you yeah. know what's you know trending and you know all the different sounds and stuff but for someone who's not really into it and then I flash up on your page with this like weird voiceover they must be going what is she doing like do you know what I mean um I was out walking the dog on the beach the other day and uh, we were just all on a family walk and next one that I heard Elaine Elaine and I was like and this guy turns around and he's like you don't know me but he's like I follow you on Instagram and I was like oh okay and he's like you came up on my feed one of the days and he's like I recognized you he was there with his wife 
and he was like he's like you're so funny and I was like oh my god <laughs> it was the funniest thing so it's uh it's it's funny in that sense I was like some people must be giving me the side eye in the supermarket going like who is your one like who does she think she is but I just think it's so funny like do you know what I mean yeah, absolutely and you love it you love it too as well I love seeing yeah, yours pop up yeah. like do you know what like, I mean just... I know I know we should be like thinking about our our and our viewer but sometimes it is a bit of fun for you as well isn't it? <laughs> I think it's I love it yeah it's, absolutely it's actually yeah. a great way to get over shyness on social media no well. yeah absolutely yeah because yeah I would never have any put anything up like that at all before um and then obviously when Instagram announced that they were like not a photo sharing app now but like a you know content I was like oh god I need to and so it was just a, for me for confidence we're trying to to speak and try to put myself out there it was just easier because it's like a mask do you know what I mean it's just it's wonderful as well with um the tie-in to the, the, the whole concept because of the colors so when you change your beanie and the yeah. color of the scarf and everything it's so fluid throughout the whole concept I love it it's brilliant it's my color palette yeah you see, you do, I see I just don't think people notice stuff like that you see but oh, it's like I, I definitely do I definitely do yeah it's fab it's oh fab. thank you um, so at Corporate Cam, we're all about taking a risk to create your own happiness. What would, advice would you give um, any entrepreneur now who is kind of toying with the idea of kind of going, yes, I'm going to do this? Um, I would advise anyone, if anything that we've learned over the last couple of years, is that definitely life is way too short. And, you know, uh, I I saw this thing, actually it was on Instagram, it popped up one of the days and someone basically was asking the question of like, who checked on you today? I was like, who checked on No one did. So you're only here for you and your family and don't care what anybody else thinks and just go out there and do it. And, you know, what have you got to lose? You've absolutely nothing to lose. If you want to do it, just go and do it. YOLO, you only live once, just go for it. Um. And if it doesn't work out, well, then it doesn't work out and you'll deal with that and you'll learn from it and move on. And that's it. So just sound advice, sound advice. Every episode of Corporate Cam, I have an either or quick fire round. So this is a little surprise okay. for you. And um, so I'll just get going with two decisions. I get to make a decision between two things. Um, <laughs> and the first is sunshine or rain. Sunshine. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. Um, the slopes or the sun? Oh, the sun. Riley or Chloe? Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> a dancing reel or a talking reel? Dancing reel. A book or a podcast? A book. Blue or pink? Blue. A walk or a swim? Uh, a walk. Uh, David or Riley? Oh, David, of course. I was thinking now, I knew the answer to that before I asked. Oh, Sweet or savoury? Um, savoury. Thank you very much. Tell me, Elaine, where can people find you before we finish? Um, you can find us at the website is uh, www.wonderfullyweatherybooks.com um, and then on Instagram, we are um, at wonderfullyweatherybooks um, and we're the same on Facebook as well. Thank you so much for chatting me, chatting to me on the Corporate Camp podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Corporate Camp podcast. Please subscribe, leave a nice review, or simply come back and listen to us next time. I'm Linda Monaghan, motivating you to make that leap from corporate to camp.